If I realize what's holding me back and it actually is a priority, then figure out how to get past it, right? right? right. If it's not a priority, just be, not, be honest with yourself. Say, hey, it's not a priority. I'm, uh, and, but quit talking about it. Quit right. acting like it is, right. right? Quit talking about building a portfolio. If you're gonna talk about it, do it. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the Vacation Rental Revolution podcast and our Whiskey Wednesday segments. I'm here with my main man, Dave Savulich, and we're going to get after it again today, buddy. We're yeah, going to do it. We've got some fun things to talk about, trending topics, some questions that you guys send in. And so if you guys are watching this or listening, wherever you are, if you have questions, send them in to us. We'd love to get your questions on these shows answered because if you have a question, somebody else will as well. So DM us or post it in the comments and we'll grab those and answer it on an upcoming episode of Whiskey Wednesdays. And so they were gonna dive in. I changed, look, I took my, I just wanted to like make note of- You uh, look good. Hey, <laughs> I was on a live webinar. Ah. Just so you guys are, why I, I ch I'm trying to change it up a little. I didn't wear my vest. This guy says, I, was do, I do live webinars and live workshop trainings. And I get a message from a guy right in the middle of it, like five minutes in, he said, this is really disappointing, I'm out of here. And I got the email and he said, you said this was live. It's the same one as last week, and you're wearing the same thing. I know it's a recording. And I was like, well, I wear the same hat, the same vest, and the same jeans pretty much every day. Right. Or a version yeah, of. Yeah, exactly. Right? A version of. A version Cowboys of. Cowboys look the same all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I was like, well, yeah, I mean, and so I told him, and I said, hey, I apologize. I was, it was actually live, and they're all different, but uh, I do wear the same, pretty much the same. You wear up. the same hat sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And so the same boots. Yeah, and we were but making, and, and can, these guys, these guys behind the cameras were making fun of us earlier. They said, hey, when did you start wearing that cowboy hat? I was talking about Beth Dutton on Yellowstone. She's by, by far my favorite character of all time, by the way, <laughs> if anybody hasn't seen that. She is my favorite character of any show yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. I love her monologues. And they said, that's why you start wearing the cowboy hats. <laughs> they might be right. That might be when I started really diving into the old uh, the cowboy hat stuff. I can attest that you don't wear the same outfit every I, day. I do. I have you three know? hats. That I rotate. Yeah, I have yeah. different boots. Yeah, I do have the. I do have different pants yeah. and shirts, but I wear the same vests. Yeah, I have but three you, vests that it's I the rotate. same style. So, same style. and the webinars are live. I can promise you that because I'm in the other room, sitting there. You know, so Mark, online with him. So this is live. If you're listening, <laughs> we're actually recording live. I took the vest off just for you, my friend. So hopefully you're watching on YouTube. Good. All right. Well, let's get so, started. So ha happy New Year to you. Hey, happy New Year to hey, you. Yeah, I'm excited. Start a new Year. I'm excited for Picking the New Year. Off. All right. Let's go. Yeah. So let's uh, let's let's stay with that topic so what's your favorite new year's drink i mean i don't know i guess maybe that's a dumb question <laughs> my but... favorite drink as always is going to be a scotch whiskey All my right. favorite drink on new year's i always crack a bottle of johnny walker gold is what i bring the new year's so it's with. a little different than than maybe just the, the just the, the regular the regular yeah. jack that yeah. i normally yeah. drink but yeah it's kind of like me i mean i'm a coke zero kind of guy but I, i'll have cherry coke on new year's <laughs> So, right. Nice. Yeah. I, I like it. Bring in the new year with a little yeah, cherry yeah, coke. Yeah, a little cherry coke like or something what you different. Do. Throw yeah. a line, a couple more limes in it or you something. Th yeah. Yeah. You put a new new pair of Lululemons on and grab a cherry exactly. coke. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. New new Viore shirt. And yeah, yeah right. I got to yeah. get a couple more of these. I like it. I like it. <laughs> anyway. All right. So let's dive into a uh, trending topic or something that uh, has come up a little bit recently. Is and I got this email. Uh, I got an email on this, but I also was talking to somebody and they had asked this same question: Is a lot of people are holding on buying right now. They're like, oh, I'm just going to kind of hold and wait. You know, that's, that's kind of an interesting thing. And I answered, Hey, I am always in acquisition mode. We are always buying. So what, what is your thoughts to that? What would you tell people? What's your advice on that? Yeah. I'm, I mean, we're always looking for good deals, right? There are times and seasons when deals and opportunities are more prevalent than others. After learning this for a long time, 
is usually when everybody's in hold and wait and see mode, that's when I'm super aggressive. Right. So right now, you're right, there's a lot of people waiting. There's a lot of people sitting on the sidelines. That's my cue as an investor that the best opportunities are available right, right now. You have to realize when you're investing in real estate and you're buying stuff, it's one, it's a long-term investment, right? And so the best time to buy was always yesterday, right? right? Yeah. So it doesn't matter what the environment is. The best time to buy was yesterday because we need that time to get those assets to mature, mm. right? To really see the full value and you know, realize the full potential of an asset. And so yesterday was the best time. The next best time is today. So we're always in acquisition mode. Right. There are always external things going on in our environment. High interest rates, elections, wars, different things happening like when the, the market interest rates were low and you were competing with a million people right. and everything Prices was selling yeah, yeah everything was selling for 50 and 100 thousand dollars over ask price mm -hmm. there's always external factors that make it seem like today is not the right time right. to buy you get a lot of inexperienced people and that's okay most of us are inexperienced and you have to be inexperienced before you start something right. and so i'm not i'm not trying to you know throw shade on the inexperienced but it, but realize that it is an experience when you're not able to recognize opportunities right. in different markets when everybody's competing against everything and things are getting bid up so so far those are the times when everybody's in the market buying when we are always looking for good opportunities, but we're not buying as many properties typically during that period. Yeah, yeah. We're always, we're like right now, where rates are, rates are high, prices are high, inventory is really low, but there's a lot of people sitting on the sidelines. We're not competing as much. We're able to make some pretty good deals right, right now. Right. I mean, you'd be, you'd be shocked at some of the, work. absolutely, some of the owner finance deals we're able to put mm -hmm. together right now and some of the things that we're seeing, but they don't look like great deals on the surface. We know how to peel back some layers of the onion yeah. and look at that, but, there's always going to be external factors and ask yourself, why are you pointing to that as a challenge, right? Interest rates, for example. Go back in history, we do this all the time on our workshops, and look at interest rates, they're all over the board. They're up, they're down, they're, they're sideways, they're, there's, there's right. always, they're always changing, right? And go look at the asset during that same period of time, whatever asset class you're in, right. whether it's stocks, whether it's real estate, whatever it is, businesses, those assets, the quality assets are going up Always, over time, yeah. year over year over year. Yeah. It doesn't matter what that, and so it's interesting to me a lot of times where people put their, place their focus on and the reasons why they sit on the sidelines. To me, a lot of times those are just factors that you have to factor into a deal. Right. That's a that's right. a that's a line item on my underwriting, yeah. right? An interest yeah. rate that I'm paying is a line item and an expense line item, right? Yeah. It's part of my debt service that I have to pay. That's not, doesn't make the deal, like the time of the deal, good or bad right yeah. it's just it's just irrelevant it's just a it's just a data point on my expense and on my underwriting if i can underwrite deals at high interest rates it's a non-factor mm -hmm. right if i have to have a really good interest rate to make that deal work it's not the deal that i'm going to buy right now i'm right. going to look for another deal to buy right now it's always interesting to to hear, you know, I'm in wait and see mode or I'm, I'm, I'm a holding and holding for what? What are you holding for, right. right? If you're holding because you don't know if this is the right asset class, great, go get educated, figure out if it's the right, right asset class, right? If you're holding because of something like an interest rate, maybe you should get a little more educated as well and realize that that's just an expense line item. Right, right. In, high interest rates, high prices are gonna make some deals not work. Right? Well, like you said, the best time to buy was yesterday. <laughs> the next best time to buy is today. And I, I feel like a lot of times that's an excuse Use for people to kind of sit on the sideline is, yeah. is, hey, I'm just going to kind of wait. I don't think there's ever a perfect time. There's always something. There's Never. always something that's going to come up yep. that's going to preclude you from moving forward with this. And, and you know, we talk to people all the time about, yep. hey, let's get in the game, get a process, get a blueprint, and let us show you and help you how to do it. And if you know and understand the knowledge and the education behind it, 
you can make a decision. Yeah. So yeah. What, what's more important is to say, okay, how committed am I to the outcome? Right. Am I committed to building a portfolio? Do right. I, is that a priority to have X amount of properties or whatever it is, whatever mm -hmm. you're waiting on, is it actually a priority for you? Is the outcome actually something that you, that's important to you? Right. And right. if the answer is no, then sit and wait and don't do it. Sit and talk about it. Yeah. If the answer is yes, that's a priority. Well, then figure out how to take action, figure out how to make it a priority and move past some of those obstacles that you are placing in your way, because there's always going to be those outside factors, you know, right. interest rates, the market, elections, a war, whatever it is. There's always going to be those people in your life that you're going to place blame on spouses, partners, friends, family. They don't right. like what I'm doing. Right. Yeah. So I want to place the blame to them. But the real, the real reason is a lot of times is ourselves, right? Our own doubts, fears, insecurities about actually moving forward and taking a chance on something. Yeah. And so you have to look and say, okay, what am I, what's holding me back between those three things, outside influences, other people or my own doubts, fears, and insecurities, if I realize what's holding me back and it actually is a priority, then figure out how to get past it, right? right? If right. it's not a priority, just be, be honest with yourself. Say, yeah. hey, it's not a priority. I'm, uh, and, but quit talking about it. Quit right. acting like it is, right. right? Quit talking about building a portfolio. If you're going to talk about it, do it. Right. Educate yourself. Yeah. Understand it. Get get to a point where you really can make a good decision and then dive in, you know, get yeah. off the sidelines. So, yeah. All right. Let's get to a couple questions. Can you explain some of the financing options for short-term rentals? There's two options that really are the biggest for us. Did you do this? I did three. And two I said, options. I said three. There's, there's two, two options. Sorry. <laughs> There's two options, not three options. Okay, so there's two options. Traditional financing. Okay. Right? Starting off, we're we're able to get really good rates and terms on second home right. financing, right? And we're able to rent in, in these properties out as long as we're going to use them as with some personal use and we're going to have use of them and not give up control. We can use those types of loans mm -hmm. to build a portfolio. Eventually, though, those are full dock loans. So you have to be very lendable. You have to have income, disposable income. You have to have good credit, all those different things, right? And so, but they're the lowest downs, right? They're right. the 10% down financing. They're gonna be similar interest rates to primary residence. I mean, it's gonna be the best terms. Most investors are gonna start with that. But what happens is as you scale and build your portfolio, you're gonna go into more investment type product loans. Investment product loans are going to be a little higher interest rates, a little bit higher down payment. You're gonna be putting 20, 25% down. You're gonna be probably about a point higher on an interest rate. The nice thing about these types of loans are called DSCR loans. It stands for debt service coverage ratio loans. The asset itself qualifies for the loan. You don't have to have personal income to qualify for these loans. The asset actually right. qualifies and it will qualify either on past performance or predicted future performance, okay. which All is right. really good. They'll actually underwrite it and say, hey, listen, we know this market and this and they, the way that the, most of the banks underwrite is they've got software tools that they use. And if it underwrites for us as an investor, it's going to underwrite for the, the bank. Let's say what's that, the right? negative down, downsides of DSCR. So they usually have prepayment penalties. Okay. Right? So one the the terms are, are a downside. You're going to have to have more down, more down payment and higher rates. So it's okay. going to cost you more to get into them. Most of them have prepayment penalties, usually three to five year prepayment penalties. So if you're going to use those types of loans, especially in today's day and age at a high interest rate, your plan of refinancing is going to cost you, right? right. So if as long you, as you don't refinance in the next five years or, or so, sell it, whatever the term is, or yeah. sell it, yeah. then, then you, know, you don't really have good. to worry about that side of it. Yeah, absolutely. But if you're, if you're looking to do something within that term, then it's going to cost you. Yeah. yeah. So, so those are some of the downsides. Yeah. So you have to have a more of a long-term approach, make sure that it underwrote well for you. Now, 
I use those loans all the time. I use traditional loans all the time. Sometimes we pay cash for properties. And so you have to navigate the different things based on your property goals and your situation at the time. But those are really two good options for investors, whether depending on how lendable you are and how much cash you have available. Yeah, right? good, good. All right, good answer. Good, good information. Good. Um, last, uh, n not necessarily a question. This is more as we start the new year. Um, are, you, are you a goal guy? Um, do you like setting goals at the first of the year for the next year? Or how do you look at, because a lot of people kind of handle goals differently. Some say, ah, oh, let's do it all year. Let's do it now. What do you, what do you, what's your strategy? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of an anti New Year's resolution guy. Okay. Like I don't, yep. I don't, uh, I think that New Year's resolutions, I think it's good for people to think about the future, yeah. right? I'm always writing like what our far future looks like. I have exactly like on like what I want to do in 10 years, five years, one year. It's always there. I don't necessarily yeah. sit down at the first of the year and do it. Right. Like I've always got that there. And then once I check that box off, then I adjust yeah. and I start to move kind of, I move, it's a moving target for me, yeah. if yeah. you will. And it's throughout the year. We're looking at that stuff all the time. Like I look at my stuff every single day, right? right? And so I'm looking at it every single morning. I think about what, things would look like in five, 10 years, right? And it's interesting when you have that one year, five year, 10 year type of a, a plan, which which is what I do. I, I tend to find that I hit that one year pretty often, right? Yeah. It, and so we're, it's it's always a moving target and it doesn't always, it's not always like January 1st to December 31st, yeah. right? It's not, it's not a calendar year necessarily because it seems like it's always moving. Sometimes I'll adjust it in June, sometimes I adjust it in, January, right. depending on when we when we yeah. start to reach it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it takes me more than a year, and so sometimes we have a, we have big goals that we're like, man, I didn't that that's taken me 18 months, and so we don't start moving that target. The reason I'm anti New Year's resolution is it really really bothers me when we give ourselves this like, okay, I'm gonna wait again. It's kind of that wait and see mode, right? Like we see people a lot throughout the holidays, like I'm gonna wait until the, <laughs> the first of the year to start something. Right. That bugs me. Yeah. I don't like that. I never right. wanted to be that person. Why not be better today? Why not do it today? <laughs> like exactly. 14 days from right. now. Right, <laughs> that's why I don't like New Year's resolutions. Yeah. Not for the fact that people set goals, right. it's that they wait to do anything because they're like, I'm gonna wait to get through the holidays. Really, yeah. why? Yeah. What are you waiting for? You know, you see gyms, you see like our business. We, we will get a flood of people calling us to help them in coaching at the first of the year because they were waiting to go. They're going to start the new year and, off and yeah. get, go after it, you know? And yeah. and I just like those people that came to us December 15th instead yeah. of the person, you know, right. I, I just feel like it's a different mindset yeah. because you're like, okay, I'm going to do something now when yeah. I'm thinking about it not give myself a reason to wait because usually if you give yourself a reason to wait, you also give yourself a reason to quit, yeah. which is why gyms get really crowded in January and then by March they're empty. And I don't know, that's just always kind of been yeah, my mindset. No, I what about you? Good. You do that? Um, I'm, I'm kind of a, I don't mind <laughs> mentally thinking about how I want to be better. And I, that, you know, I think it's just ingrained in us, like at the first of the year to think, okay, what do I want to, what do I want next year to look like? So I think that's fine, but I'm kind of the same with you. I don't, I have in the past, but I don't sit down and just draw it down. Okay, this is what I want to do. I'm not against it. And I have done it before. Okay. I want to be committed to doing this all the time and, and continue to set goals and try to be better throughout all, all the time. That's yeah. kind of how I feel. Yeah. Like if I have a new idea or something I want to try, I'm going to do it 
right. day. I'm not right. going to say, well, I'm going to wait till the first of the year. The, I'm going to yeah. wait till the first quarter or wait till the yeah. end of the second quarter or whatever. I don't like to necessarily have a start or end date on something. I say, hey, if, I'm a, if I want to try something yeah. or do something or have a goal for something, if it comes into my head today, I'm going to start it Just today. Just start doing right. it, yeah. Good. So, All right, buddy. Well, okay. I it like up. it. That's okay. it. Yeah, good Good episode. So let's Keep start the nice new year off with uh, some big goals. Exactly. And big dreams and <laughs> I'm going to start jotting that after this. We're going to start jotting some things down. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. All right, guys. We're going to wrap up this episode. We appreciate you joining us. We know how valuable your time is. And at the end of every episode, I always ask you two things. The first one is, if you like this, please share it and give us a review. If you have more than 30 seconds, write us a review. Those things help us. If you share it with people that you know, help us spread the message. And the final thing is, go pick that one thing you can do today. Start building that life you don't want to take a vacation from. Cheers, my friends. Cheers, Cheers buddy.